place it comfortably. Evening, everyone. Evening, everyone on Zoom. Last week I spoke um, about aversion, um, how we have a resistance or a avoidance of unpleasant, painful things. So tonight we're going to talk about its partner in crime, which is grasping. You know, grasping and aversion are the cause of dissatisfaction in, in classical Buddhism. So, as you all know, um, grasping is trying to hold on to, um, attain, um, maintain pleasant feelings, um, success, gain, favourable circumstances. And between the two of them, um, the, the grasping after the pleasant, the aversion of the unpleasant and the painful, um, it's a kind of, you could describe it, it's a dysfunction in the mind. It's not, it's not the natural order of mind. It's a dysfunction in the mind. And it's driven by um, fear, mainly, and anxiety and anger. And um, to the degree that we're, we're caught up in that dynamic, um, we create dissatisfaction in our life. And it's often good, um, when you look at a, a Dharma teaching, to look at a metaphor to, to hang it on and to remember as a reminder of how you, you work with this in your everyday life. And um, a, a metaphor for, for grasping and clinging in Buddhism is the hungry ghost in the hungry ghost realm. And a hungry ghost has got a, got a big, big belly and they've got a tiny little mouth. So they're, they're always hungry and they can never get enough food in to satiate their hunger. And not only that, um, these ghost-like creatures live on these, they live in these kind of desert landscapes and they see an oasis up in the, in the distance, in the, in the heat, and they rush towards it. And as they get there, as they're just about to get there, they realise it's an illusion. And then another one appears over here and they rush over there and another one over there. They're always running around after illusion, you know, to satiate something. And it's such a good metaphor, we're, we're all hungry ghosts, you know, sometimes. Um, sometimes it's more, um, it, it's more prevalent than others. Um, uh, um, Thich Nhat Hanh, you know, when, when he um, first went to the USA, was asked, what do you think of the USA? He went, hungry ghost realm. <laughs> <laughs> he might have said the same of Australia as well. Have lots of evidence for it. Yeah, hungry goes from, you know. So, some some cultures like like ours that are sort of very lost touch with nature more and um, more more industrialized, um, more driven by um, advertising and everything, which is all prompting you to think you need something else better all the time. Um, all of that creates a kind of a hungry ghost culture of craving. And uh, on the weekend, I went to our Buddhism and psychotherapy course to do some clinical supervision. And the um, topic that they were dealing with that last weekend was addiction. However, when I had my small supervision group, they said, oh, all they're talking about is alcohol and drugs and bit of pornography and gambling, you know. 
and in a discussion I rose here, but addiction is far more than those things. You know, we're, we're addicted to, from a Dharma point of view, we're all addicted to something. And we're, we're addicted to the pleasant, we're addicted to gain, we're addicted to success, we're addicted to status, we're addicted to being liked. Um, we're addicted to wanting things our way, wanting things to work. We're addicted to predictability. And we don't like it when untoward things occur. There's so many things in our experience that we're addicted to. And as we've talked about before, another one in our modern age is, is technology. And, um, and, and so many of us, and unfortunately a lot of young people, um, are, are quite, quite addicted to technology and the technology is, is designed to make them addicted um, and people get caught up in a just a, a self-centred, self-absorbed world that they can't get out of. But in, in terms of practice, um, I think the way to work with it is, is to be willing to acknowledge, whether you're in formal meditation or in everyday life, just to be able to notice and acknowledge and be willing to to see where you're grasping after something. Uh, just just name it. Um, and what, for myself, what what where there's a signal that I'm grasping is that there's a kind of a uh, a dissatisfied agitation in the body. And it's like you, you, you're not satisfied with what you got. You've got, you, you've got to find something more and something more and something more. Where it, where it happens to me is on a news app. You know, and I look at the news and I think, yeah, but I want to know more about that. <laughs> and I keep you know, searching for different things on a different topics that I'm interested in. Yeah, but, but that's not enough. I need more. I need, need more information. And, and then when I stop, it's, it's like this agitated dissatisfaction you know so when it, whenever you're feeling whenever you're feeling a sense of dissatisfaction ask the question what, what am I grasping after here right? because the the, the the opposite of this you know when there's a dissolving of grasping and aversion but let's just for simplicity's sake say grasping there's contentment that's what that's what occurs there's sort of you appreciate what what is here rather than what, how it could be better or different or whatever and your relationships everything in your life whatever life is presenting to you that's okay it doesn't doesn't need to be any different from what it is in this moment and uh, it's it's there that you're um, you, you can see from your own experience that when the grasping dissolves or it's less less uh, intense that's that's what occurs. A sense of a con- of contentment is the consequence of that. And of course, there's a big difference between um, what we refer to in Zen as detachment and non-attachment. And detachment is where you're trying to deny, disengage from pleasant things in the world, um, thinking that they're they're bad for you, or whatever. And that's not the Zen approach at all. It's pointless anyway, because as much as we emphasise you can't get away from pain in life, 
actually can't get away from pleasant things either. They do occur. Um, and in pleasant weather like this, or pleasant company, you know, pleasant food, that's part of being alive. If you, if you deny that that occurs, you're denying half of your experience. Um, so the key is not to deny it. Um, the, the key is to, if, ple- if something pleasant is there or something pleasurable is there, well, it will enjoy it. The only problem is, is when you then start to hold on to it. That's all. So that's why we make a distinction between um, non-attachment and detachment. But I would suggest you 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 make a practice of that. You know, just just for a week, just be aware of um, the different things you're grasping after. And again, the key is in the the body sensation of a dissatisfaction and maybe a, a slight edge of agitation to it as well. Got, got to get somewhere else, got to get somewhere else, got to get somewhere else. Of course, there's never an end to it. Let's go round and round and